Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 14th of June. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi left the office of the Enforcement Directorate after 4 hours of questioning today. This was the second consecutive day that Gandhi was interrogated in an alleged money laundering case connected with the National Herald newspaper. Gandhi had appeared for questioning on Monday as well. During the day, several Congress workers and leaders had protested against the questioning. Delhi police reportedly detained 459 Congress workers and leaders Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary, K.C. Venugopal and Malikarjun Kharge for not following directions to maintain law and order. Police also said they will look into allegations of manhandling and injuries to protesting Congress leaders during police action. Protests reportedly continued today ahead of Gandhi's questioning. Taking to Twitter, senior Congress leader P. Chidambaram attacked the BJP today, asking if he could be shown a copy of the FIR of the case. He also asked what the scheduled offence was under which the ED was investigating Gandhi. Meanwhile, Karnataka BJP leader R. Ashok accused the Congress of subverting the constitution by shielding Sonia Gandhi and Rahul Gandhi. Following a review of human resources across government departments, Prime Minister Narendra Modi today has asked departments and ministries to undertake the recruitment of 10 lakh people over the next 18 months. The Prime Minister's office announced the same on its official Twitter handle as well. In the tweet, the PMO instructed departments and ministries to take up recruitments on mission mode. Earlier this year, Modi had asked central government secretaries to take steps to fill vacancies in the ministries and departments. At the time, the Prime Minister had held a meeting in which he had emphasised that employment be the focus of all government interventions in public and private sectors, Hindustan Times reported. However, BJP MP Varun Gandhi replied to the PMO tweet and took a slight dig at the announcement. Varun Gandhi thanked the Prime Minister for understanding the pain and emotions of the unemployed youth. However, he went on to say that there was a need to make meaningful efforts to fill up more than one crore sanctioned but vacant posts. He added that to fulfil the promise of providing two crore jobs every year, steps will have to be taken at a faster pace. Varun Gandhi has been critical of his own party in the past. Apart from this, Bahujan Samaj Party chief Mayawati also took a jibe at the central government following the PMO's announcement. Taking to Twitter, she asked if this was not another false election promise. A special court today found Rashtriya Janta Dal MLA Anand Singh guilty in an arms recovery case. In 2019, police had recovered an AK-47 rifle 22 live cartridges and two bombs from the politician's house in Mukama. According to Hindustan Times, Singh will be sentenced on 21st of June. Singh's lawyer Sunil Kumar confirmed this and said that they will move the High Court after the quantum of punishment is awarded. Singh is currently at the Bure Central Jail. The MLA has accused Janta Dal United MP Lallan Singh and Minister Neeraj Kumar of conspiring against him. In 2019, Police had found the weapons after conducting a raid at Singh's house. Singh subsequently went on the run before he was apprehended. He was charged under the Arms Act, Explosive Substances Act and sections under the Indian Penal Code. Singh has multiple cases against him, including murder. Three MLAs in Madhya Pradesh have joined the BJP today. Sanjeev Singh Kushwaha from the Bahujan Samaj Party, 
Bijawar Rajesh Kumar Shukla from the Samajwadi Party and independent candidate Vikram Singh Rana were welcomed into the party by Chief Minister Shivraj Singh Chauhan. Since 2020, at least 30 lawmakers have joined the BJP when it came to power. The BJP has a strength of 128 out of 230 state assembly seats. The central government today revealed details of the Agnipath scheme which pertains to the short-term recruitment policy for the armed forces. According to the Hindustan Times, soldiers recruited under the policy will be inducted as Agnivirs instead of Sipoys. This is a new distinct rank. People under the ages of 17 and a half and 21 years will be taken into the services for a period of 4 years. The government has said that selection for the same will be done through an online centralized system. Recruitments will begin in the next 90 days and the first batch will be ready by July 2023, NDTV reported. The educational qualifications required for recruitment of Agnivirs will be the same as those required for regular positions in the force. Under the scheme, after the 4-year tenure only 25% of these soldiers will be retained and absorbed into the regular cadre and serve 15 years in non-officer ranks the rest of the soldiers will exit the services with a package however will not be entitled to pension if successful the scheme will cut down on the annual revenue and pension bill of the defense budget Several former High Court and Supreme Court judges and lawyers have written a letter to the Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana today following a spate of demolition drives carried out in Uttar Pradesh. The letter asked the Chief Justice to take suo moto cognizance of Uttar Pradesh government's crackdown against those who protested over alleged insult of Prophet Muhammad. The letter mentioned the bulldozer drives that took place after violence erupted in several districts in UP. The letter called the administration's actions a brutal clampdown and said that it was an unacceptable subversion of the rule of law and a violation of the rights of citizens. It added that it made a mockery of the constitution and fundamental rights guaranteed by the state. The demolitions, the letter said, and the coordinated manner in which the police and the development authorities acted made it clear that the demolitions are a form of collective extrajudicial punishment. The letter was signed by 12 people including three former judges B Sudarshan Reddy, V Gopala Gowda and AK Ganguly. Violence erupted in several states after suspended BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma made comments against Prophet Muhammad on a TV debate on 26th of May. BJP Delhi media head Navin Jindal had echoed Sharma's sentiments on Twitter. Several West Asian and predominantly Islamic countries like Saudi Arabia, Qatar and Indonesia had condemned the comments. On Sunday the Prayagraj Development Authority had bulldozed the home of Javed Ahmed whom the UP police had arrested and called the key conspirator of the violence Similar drives were conducted in Kanpur and Saharanpur Listeners India has been forced into diplomatic firefighting as remarks made by two BJP leaders against Prophet Muhammad have sparked outrage in several Arab capitals On 5th of June the governments of Qatar Kuwait and Iran summoned India's envoys and expressed their anger even handing over diplomatic notes of protest and demanding a public apology from the Indian government Saudi Arabia and Pakistan also condemned the remarks In response New Delhi said the comments were made by fringe elements and didn't reflect the views of the government of India But is Nupur Sharma really fringe To know more about how fringe she is and her rise and fall You can read my colleague Shivnarayan Rajpurohit's profile on her on newslaundry.com. It is titled Emerging Star to Fringe Element: 
the steep rise and sudden fall of Nupur Sharma. The reason we are able to bring you such reports without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. Ukraine said today that it was still trying to evacuate civilians in Severodonetsk after Russia destroyed the last bridge to the city. The mayor of Severodonetsk, Oleksandr Stryuk, said the situation is very difficult, alleging that Russian troops were trying to storm the city. He said discrete evacuations were being carried out every chance they got. Ukraine said more than 500 civilians were trapped inside a chemical factory in an industrial zone of the city. Russia has been heavily attacking Severodonetsk after capturing the port city of Mariupol in an attempt to capture the eastern region of the country. Russia has been trying to capture the Donbass region on behalf of separatists. According to Reuters, with all the bridges now cut, Ukrainian forces acknowledged that there is a risk of Russian forces encircling them. Separatist proxies have reportedly said that any Ukrainian troops left behind will have to surrender or die. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 